What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to The Last of Us Post Show 4, Episode 4, here on Carpool Gaming. My name's Matt, and I'll be your host for this wonderful Adventures events. I'm joined, as always, by the Supreme Court of Canada himself, Mr. Court Lalonde. What's up, dude? Hey, buddy. Hey, dude. I'm, uh, I'm excited hey. to be back with you to, to talk all things Last of Us and do the PlayStation yes. 5 later. It was, I was great, so great, great show last night. Great mm-hmm. show. Fantastic episode. Episode four titled, Please Hold My Hand. And as always, we are going to spoil everything about this episode. So make sure if you haven't watched it yet, pause this, go run it, watch the episode, come back, and then you can sit down and hang out with us as Court and I talk all things episode four on HBO's The Last of Us. This is your final spoiler warning because we're about to get into it, Court. Last week, I'm gonna. I, I want to just quickly give my thoughts on last week's episode because I absolutely loved it. Obviously, you and Seth had a fantastic conversation based all around it. So if you haven't watched that for whatever reason, make sure you go check out Seth and Court talking about episode three. But watch it last night. Absolutely adored it. Everything about Nick Offerman, everything about Bill and Frank's relationship, just spot on. And like you know, what an incredible display of humanity in a show where a lot of options for humanity are not readily available. They got you know spoilers for episode three they got to go out on their own terms in a way that they both chose loved absolutely every second of it and i have to say what a fantastic follow-up with episode four court what is your overall thoughts about episode four so besides the going to kansas city instead of pittsburgh i didn't think it made that big of a difference yeah. i totally get map wise i i thought it was very um interesting that if you can actually see when when she ellie's holding the map pittsburgh's on the map Oh, really? You can actually see it on the map. Yeah, like it's like read it out or whatever. So it's like a little nod like, hey, they went to Pittsburgh in the game. They're going to Kansas City. I, I'm really liking the adaptation because in the video game, you've got to have action, 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 action. Yep. We got a great action scene in this episode, but we also got to see what happens that's not in the game. Like them, where do they sleep? And that mm-hmm. went to driving the relationship between Joel and Ellie a little bit more, especially at the campfire. Yep. Um. Because we finally got let, let's and we're spoilers here. We're spoilers. Um, we finally got the joke book, yes. um, which is amazing. We still haven't got the comic books for the Firefly pendants. I yep. still think they're going to come at some point. But I love the fact that this episode, unlike the last one, this was very true to the to the video game more yes. than any episode so far. Even though, once again, you have characters that were never introduced into the game, and we get different perspectives. But I think that is just a, to get us a backstory on other things about to happen they were just mm. they have to tell story and develop it and in a video game is it you can do that but at the same time you still need gameplay and i really like when joel was lying down and he is she makes the joke and he laughs and it's like almost like he's he hasn't laughed in years because yes. he can't stop and i i truly think we finally are getting to see the relationship grow between joel and ellie especially in the car ride and that was uh, we did get that a lot in the game and it was almost like the apex of their relationship, like I'll say it now. It's what I've been waiting for the whole time. Mm-hmm. Joel loves Ellie now, and he is so he's getting attached to her. The fact that he couldn't sleep, he has normally been able to sleep. He sleeps on the couch. He doesn't care. This episode, no, he can't even go to bed when he's in the forest. He's up with the gun. Mm-hmm. He's pacing around. He is. He's very concerned of everything that's going around. Even though he does sleep later on in the episode, the whole issue that they've been alluding to that he got shot on the one side of the face when yep. Sarah dies. That's why he's deaf in one ear. That's mm-hmm. why he's got the scar. Um, I just thought the, the storytelling was spot on. Um, I really like the fact that we got new characters 
and it wasn't the cannibals that we had in Pittsburgh. Yes. And we actually have a, it's almost like we have another Joel side. Like it's, I wouldn't say that this group of people are, cause I don't know what to call them yet. Um, I wouldn't call them terrible people misguided. Maybe they've had a lot of things happen to them based on Fedra. And we don't get a lot of Fedra in the, in this, like mm-hmm. we do in the game. So I, I'm very interested to see where this goes, even though I, I think we're only getting one more episode of these people. Like, I don't see how we're getting any more. Um, so I really enjoyed that factor, giving me more backstory. I want more. Like, I want more backstory on everything. Um, I'm still annoyed about the coffee thing. Like, this is just, <laughs> it's just, just getting to me. Um, the fact that coffee is in every episode, and it's just like this thing that Joel couldn't get. Um, but I'm really excited for the next one. I, I thought it was a little short, but yeah. that was just me because I want more. But like my wife was like, oh, my God, like they're doing this. And I'm like, about time that they do this, that they just stop and they're like, all right, let's go. We'll go to the next one, which was cool. And I'm with you entirely. I think this episode was a lot of setup, which I think needed to happen, especially on how, um, you know, how separated the last episode was from the general conflict. And for them to take time now to be like, okay, here is Joel and Ellie. Here is the joke book. Here is the porno mag in the car. And it's so funny because like all of these moments that like, you know, I'm telling Senna as we're watching, I'm like, this is verbatim dialogue from the game. Like verbatim. They have not changed. Yeah, cut. All those jokes are in the game. Exactly. They have not changed a single line for some of these scenes, which is just a testament to the writing of the original game. But I Mm -hmm. really, really enjoyed this episode. And it's funny because when I was listening to last week, when you and Seth were talking about what comes next, I was like, Henry and Sam, Henry and Sam comes next. Come on, guys. Which is like, I'm loving that we're starting to see the setup for them. And even like you were talking about, like, even Joel and Ellie's relationship is the most fleshed out it's been at this point. You can start to see the walls coming down on both ends. You can start to see them starting to invest in each other just a little bit. Like you said, he couldn't sleep in the forest. Guess what? He went to bed in that room as, you know, he had finally laughed What for like what you said was the first time in Lord knows how long. He finally relaxed for a second. So there's just a lot of these moments between the two that really just makes their relationship feel so much more natural and actually as they're growing together. Um, I thought a lot of this episode was absolutely fantastic. I I really liked um, the new ca- character played by uh, Melanie Linsky. Of course, she was in um, Two and a Half Men. Uh, she played Rose in that. And she was also in Yellow Jackets, which I watched, which was fantastic and really messed up. Um, I know some people are a little bit mixed on her inclusion so far. Uh, a lot of people are saying the actress isn't doing it. I think she's doing great. She, she's, I, yeah, she's, say she's, she's powerful. Yeah, she's very much, she has that kind of like, She's got a very cutesy voice, which is, I think, where the dissonance comes for some people. And which is why I think, because also in Yellow Jackets, she plays a pretty messed up character. And like that, she really does bring it. So I'm kind of waiting to see how her character arc evolves over the next episode. Because, like you mentioned, we're already starting to see, and like something that I really liked is we're starting to see some humanity for the Raiders. Because in the game, um, all we ever see of them, they are just an, 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 a, the human. But are enemies. they raiders in this? Like, I don't even know if I want to call them that yet, because they're almost like a a society that overthrew Fedra, and that's kind of what Joel is, right? Yeah, I mean, exactly that. Like, I, 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 I'm just gonna go with raiders because that's what they keep calling them, and they keep referring to them as that in the episode. But like, we start to see bits of humanity in them, which is why I think they're starting to do this early now to set up for part two, because you're going to have to invest into certain characters in part two. And I think they're starting to do that here to show you, hey, look, there aren't just good guys and bad guys. There's motivation here, 
what I'm really, really curious about for next episode is, and like, you know, we, we've, we've heard, you know, mention of Henry and Sam throughout the entire episode. And of course we saw them in the, in the show's final shots, but there seems to be a motivation as to why those characters are looking for them, right? In the game, all it ever was, was we're running from the APC. We're going to meet survivors, you know, on the other side of, of the city, um, you know, come with us. And now we're starting to see an actual concentrated effort as to why they're looking for them. That was absent in the game. Not to say that the backstory yep. didn't wasn't in place. We just didn't learn about it. But I really like that they're fleshing out everything around them. It's not just Joel and Ellie, even though at the core it is their story, we're starting to see a lot of the other characters being kind of worked into it in a more natural way. And I'm very, very curious to see how their relationship kind of evolves over the course of the next episode, because I thought they nailed it. I'm wondering if they do something different with it because Henry, like I'm, I'm very curious because they had, um, they, they pictured themselves like the, the comics. It's Sam's the youngest, right? Yep. Yes. So Sam, pictures himself as a superhero you even see when he's holding the gun and he does the shush yeah he's got the the orange across his face like he's a superhero because he's psychologically he's just he's not there he's a very young 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 and kid and he's, and he's and he's put into this world and it, it seems that henry and sam were made choices to keep henry made choices to keep sam alive which cost someone their 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 husband yep that's as she puts it brother. like she, brother sorry yep. brother my apologies um so we have different reasonings to do certain things. And mm -hmm. it's almost as Henry and Sam were actually watching Joel and Ellie. Like, how did they get there? Like, yes. I don't think it was just happenstance. Like in the game, they happens to it's happenstance where yep. they meet. Right. I don't think it was here. I almost think that they sought them out because they were like, all right, they're being chased by them too. Cause mm -hmm. they probably heard the whispers. They're going after these two people other than just them. Yep. So I'm wondering if he's like, Hey, we need to get to them and team up with them because I I almost think if Joel met them on the other side, the Raiders, he would side with them because there's what they're standing for and what they're angry about is all the same things as him. And I'm, I'm with you there because it like her feels... brother, his brother, like it's all the same, man. Motivations. And that's what I'm saying. Like there's some really interesting stuff that they're playing into because they're almost painting Henry as a bit of a villain or a bit of an antagonist against the Raiders because like from the sounds of it, he may have been working with Fedra or he may have been, he may have switched sides or something along those lines because the way that, she, you know, um, Kathleen's character speaks about him, especially when she's talking to the doctor, right? She's kind of blaming everything on Henry. So whether he, oh, 100%. whether he ratted on them, whether he was working with Fedra, whether he was Fedra, whatever it was, there's something there that I'm very curious to see and how they grow and how they develop because it almost seems like Henry was keeping Sam secret. Do you know what I mean? When they stumble across that little like attic that he was keeping him in filled with all the drawings and everything else, she seemed surprised. You know what I mean? She seemed like, like maybe he, they didn't know about him until the, you know, the very end at the beginning of whatever their conflict is. It kind of seems like he was kind of keeping Sam tucked away while Henry was doing whatever Henry was it, doing. And maybe Sam has some issues that Henry needed things from Fedra to take care of. So that's why he was, doing what he was doing because maybe he needed some medications or maybe like there's, there's obviously more to this. Mm -hmm. Um, so I was like, Oh, there's going to be more characters. Like, yeah, yeah, there, there is. Yep. Um, yeah. And I'm wondering because they have made different choices. Um, look at bill. Mm -hmm. There could be a different choice made for Sam. So we'll see. I am very curious on how they play this and they, and Henry convinces Joel to be with them. Yep. Right. I, there's there's all that where where 
we're not sure. Like we also know, like we know next episode we're getting the bloater. Like we saw it in the in the floor. Like that was crazy. Yeah. The floor moving. Like obviously that's the bloater. But you also can see the cracks from the other side from the uh, be cut from the Raiders because he wanted to take care of the bloater. He was like, we need to take care of this. Yep. And she's like, no, her, she put herself and her reasoning for being the way she is mm-hmm. ahead of everybody. And that also gave her the reason to go kill the doctor. Cause she was like, I bet you if she killed him before everybody would see her as a terrible person for doing it. But now she's like, well, this is what happened. I can go kill him. It's almost like she's lost it a little bit. Yeah. She seems to be losing control on the situation and it's really, really interesting to see because, of course, the this, the person that she was speaking to, um, I don't remember if we got a name for it's him. It's her family doctor, though. Yeah, yeah, not the doctor, but the guy with the gun, the guy with the massive beard. That's no, like, we didn't. We but... don't have a name for it, but that's Jeffrey Pierce, who actually plays Tommy in the original game, who so actually voices. Oh, really? Exactly, okay. yeah. So we have a bit of another, you know, game to HBO show crossover there with, you know, bringing one of the original voice actors and characters along for the ride, which I think is awesome. Like, I love when they do stuff like this. And I, I'm glad you brought up the floor because... That was really creepy and very, very eerie. And I'm really wondering how they're going to make the bloater work because it almost seems like it's like festering or growing in the ground or whether that was just like... They said a lot of them went underground, remember? They said, and that's where the hive grew and that's how all the interconnection. Yeah. So they said a lot of them went underneath, under under the ground. So there you go. Maybe it's been living under there growing for however many years. Um, And like, I really wonder how that's going to happen, whether that's going to be the point that he actually pops out because of course, when we see it in... The episode is coming. Yeah, in the trailer, you see him coming out of like like a ba- massive hole in the ground. It doesn't look to be inside a building. So I wonder if we're going to see that kind of that ground cracking kind of move into a more central area where, like you said, we might see the Raiders kind of split into two factions, one of which is going after Henry and Sam, and one of which wants to deal with the problem, which is right in front of them now. And or can easily that be seen. could be the reason Joel and them get away because exactly. they have no choice. They've got to deal with the bloater. And, and that's what they wanted to do. It almost seemed like that's part of the protocol when he was like, well, no, like he seemed, he, he seemed, the character just seemed so, well, what do you mean we're going after Henry and Sam? Yes. Like, who cares? Exactly. Like, this is going to kill all of us. This is just your revenge. Yeah. And this isn't about revenge. And it's very interesting. It was also interesting right before that she kills the doctor. There's that poster there that she looks at. It says you're provided a lawyer, provided all these things. So it was like she before she walks by that and she's still giving the person the respect and he doesn't think he can be shot. Mm -hmm. And then after they come back, which originally I thought the kid dying that Joel killed was the son. And I want to get back to Joel. Yes. Killing someone and giving her the gun. Um, it's very interesting, the psychological games that they're playing on either side and characters at the beginning seem nice to being not. And it's almost, um, cause we know what's coming. And I, I look at Joel's character. He was very scruffy and this is the first one he's vulnerable. And then it, that's the part, like he asks her, so he, the, the Raiders come in and he's in there and he's using the same gun from the game, by the way, that's the same rifle that they use oh, really? in the game. Nice. Yeah. So I, that was very cool. And he's able to take them out. And instead of the scene that we had at the hotel, we get a different scene. But Joel first asked her, because he cares this time, he wants her to not see the violence. Yes. And he puts her in, he tells her to go into the wall. And then he gets attacked by the raider. And instead of being underwater like it is in the game, mm-hmm. he's still being choked, though. Yes. And Ellie comes in. She already has the gun. She shoots him in the back. Joel, that's when they get into the conversation where, you know, 
Joel is like, you know, I wish you didn't need to do this. In the game, he's more of a like, okay, here's what we're going to do. And he swifts, flips the switch and he first lets her use the rifle and then he gives her the handgun. He's like, this is more your size. Mm-hmm. But in this, he's more remorseful about it. Yes. He's like, she's like, well, this isn't the first time. He's like, but I don't want you to have to do this. But then he's like, you know what? I'm going to train you how to hold it properly. And that's the thing about Joel in this version of the story. I feel like the humanity is breaking through much quicker. We see pieces of that, I think, that are more influential in the game. Like, of course, like one of your favorite scenes on, you know, on the rooftop when he looks at her for the first time. I think we're seeing the humanity come out in different ways. And we're starting to see him look at her like an actual person as opposed to like the beginning of the episode when he just calls her cargo. Right. So like there's there's a lot happening there. And like I just want to bring up the fact that like the set pieces how like one-to-one they are with a lot of the game. Like again, them going down the highway, the guy limping out, asking for help, the car crashing into that laundromat. Like it's, it's, it's shot for shot. Even the camera view in inside the car. Exactly. Exactly. And like, it's just, it's so awesome to see that being translated. And I'm glad you brought up, you know, Ellie's first kill, or I guess like the first time that she's like, you know, hurt somebody else. killed in front of Joel. Yeah. In front of Joel. Exactly. The first time that she's, we've seen her injure someone that isn't, you know, infected. Um, and I just, I like, I loved that scene and how harrowing it was like the guy crying out for his mother, you know, begging for forgiveness, begging to be let go because of course he would, of course he would in that moment, like, you know, in the game, it kind of just happens and then he's dead very, very quickly. Right. Especially because they're not raiders that are going out there to kill. Exactly. Like they think Joel is the bad guy. Exactly. They're, they think that, you know, Henry called for help and that's Joel coming in now. I think they're mercs. Right. So for them to have a much more human element to them. I think A makes a lot of sense and B to learn that, you know, they were the ones that took down Fedra in their QZ, which is why they've kind of now risen, you know, and taken over. I find very, very interesting. And like you mentioned, the fact that he's spending a lot more time on Ellie's feelings and how she's dealing with certain things as they're happening, I think is really fantastic because again, like, of course, you know, she's going through some incredibly traumatic stuff right now and whether she's been through it before or not, you know, we'll see to what level that story is because like slight spoilers for the future. I can't remember this. And like, we're, I'm going to jump into left behind here for a second. So if anybody again, fast Which forward. has to be in the next episode, right? Nope. Nope. It's happening. In you Winter don't think, Duke. eh? Nope. Really? It still nope. makes no sense to me in the winter, but it, it could go. For me, like, You're right. for me, they're going to finish off Henry and Sam next episode and then they're going to move into the next area. Literally. And yeah. And then we're going to see what happens next. Um, left behind, I think is going to be like an episode seven. It's just because it was in the trailer. So there's a trailer for the episode we just watched and Left Behind's in it. Yeah, I think we might see the beginning of it. But, like, I think she kills Riley. I think she ultimately takes Riley down, which is what she's referring to when she said she's killed before. Yeah, no, I no, I got that. I, so like, I, 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 think, I, I think she does, too. Yeah, so, like, which I can't remember. That doesn't happen in Left Behind, right? She doesn't kill Riley. Riley turns and then Ellie runs, right? I believe so. I mm, I can't remember. It's, it's exactly. such a hard part of the game. Like it's hard. Yes, yeah. she does because you go into the, you run into everything else, and um, they're in that you're room. in the mall, and everybody keeps attacking over and over and over again. So hard because you're hiding in that one spot. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Exactly. But no, because no, everybody keeps attacking. That's when she's trying At the to end defend of Joel. Behind. She's trying to yeah. defend Joel. But I'm saying like when Riley go, when Riley dies, they're in that little like closet or whatever and like Ellie Yes, 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 you're right. You're yeah. Right. So that's what I wonder. I wonder if like I wonder if she kind of put Riley down, quote unquote, to like again as she was turning. 
Um, but yeah, like I'm really, really enjoying what they're doing with it. The game, the game callouts to where they're going to how they're kind of bringing things in much more naturally. I'm very curious to see how it's going to kind of develop because like there's a lot of cool stuff there. Of course, giving her the gun was, it was a huge moment. And like you mentioned, actually like training her on how to use it. I know you guys talked about last week about the ridiculousness of people getting upset that she had, she took the gun. I mean, of course she would. And now we're seeing the actual payoff and everything that's coming from it. Um, and even just like again in that moment where Joel, you know, when they're in that where they're in that apartment room and he sp sprinkles the glass everywhere, we start to see Joel for the first time asking Ellie questions. Right, we're starting to see again the guard come down, which makes the end of the episode with Henry and Sam coming in so much more startling. Is because Joel slipped. You know what I mean? He he let his guard down a little too much, a little too fast, and then he couldn't hear them coming in. So my question to you is. Do the we know based on what in the game, mm -hmm. there's not much left before they leave. So, it, are we going to get a whole episode? Because they're not long. Uh, mm -hmm. let, let's be honest here. And we, we're also finding out every time they do their, their podcast, like there's so much left on the cutting room floor. Like the the Blu-ray edition of this is going to be huge, unbelievable. But um, are we getting a whole? Because we still got night, right? We haven't had night. Mm -hmm. I, I would assume they're going to try and leave at night again. Like it just it makes sense because they keep going back to that. So you're, you've got to leave. You've got the incident. Like there's a lot to do. Like it's almost a whole episode before you even like, it, I think you might be right. I think it might be, you you've introduced a new character. Mm -hmm. So obviously there's going to be a confrontation. Either yep. someone dies or the other one does like, you know what I mean? Like no offense, pretty sure she's going to die. Like, I don't know. Like it's just seems to like to be one of the things, but it could be that she kills the character that we think is going to die. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah. Saying? Okay. So let's, let's get into spoilers for where we think the next episode well, is it, going. So we're, we're in spoilers yeah, the whole time, but, but future potential spoilers. If anybody hasn't played the game. Oh, but we have Nagachaka's question. My bad. Yes, let's get into Nagachaka's question first, before we get into where things are going. And we actually have a couple questions. So let me pull this up very quickly. Nagachaka asks question for the last of us post show. What was your favorite re reference to the video game in episode four? And now that we've met Henry and Sam, are you emotionally ready and prepared for episode five? Court, what was your favorite video game reference? It was the joke book. Yep. Because I've been waiting for it for so mm -hmm. long. And, I, and it was it was uh, very interesting as I was showing my wife. Because my wife at first she was like, huh? And I'm like, you know what? You need to see it in the game. Because the one thing that because they've made Ellie a little bit older. Yeah. And here, heck, they made Joel older. He's 50, 56. Did you hear him say? Yep. I was like, wow, you, you, you elder, you elder statement, Joel. That means that, you know, we ain't going to get that much what we wanted of the in-between mm -hmm. time for season two. They've yep. made Joel old. But Bella Ramsey's character is a lot older as Ellie. So you don't get the innocentness. So when my wife was watching it, she actually said that the video game she felt had more impact when telling the jokes for the levity. She was like Interesting. way more innocent than Bella Ramsey. But I actually, because Bella Ramsey is so innocent of, she doesn't know much about car. Like she doesn't the know much in life. She has, she doesn't have much life experiences, mm -hmm. right? She has never been in a plane. All these things are all brand new. When they were driving, she'd never seen a tank before. Everything is new. She's like um, the dog from up, like squirrel. Like yeah. Anything is making her <laughs> head turn. So um, I still got it, but I, I get what my wife, when I was showing her, she actually was like, can I have that Ellie? Interesting. Like, Interesting. That's I, what I, I was, I was very, I, uh, you know, there's a bunch of web pages you can watch where they'll show the episode through the game. Mm -hmm. So they're not showing any pieces of the thing. They're just showing, here's what you saw. 
And I, I watched it and I was like, huh, okay, all right, fair enough. I, I see where my wife's coming from. But yes, 100% the joke book and the porn mag. Like, who are we kidding? Yeah, I'm 100% with you there. Like, I, I really love the joke book. Um, I really do love the showdown, like the, the initial set piece with the, you know, the, um, the guy limping out and the, the whole showdown there. I thought that also worked really, really well. Um, but yeah, the joke book and the porn mag are just, they're just such incredible moments of levity. And I understand where your wife is coming through with that aspect. I think for me, it's kind of her she seems to have a very, very sheltered upbringing, obviously going to the federal school and, you know, this, her being her first time out. So that to me, that innocence still translates for me, but you know, I think it's also like you mentioned, Ellie looks a lot younger in the games um, than, you know, than Bella does now. So that's just something that I think is kind of lost in translation. It's still hit for me, but I can see that. Uh, I can see that point. Um, we got one more question here. Uh, or actually a couple more questions. Marcus O'Neill asks something I don't think has been mentioned nearly enough is how much the show feels like the last of us. The environments are so well done and truly feel just like the game. Give all the Emmys to the art director, costume designer, etc. My question is what was your favorite environment from the episode or series so far? What was your favorite environment that we've seen? In this episode was when they were in the shop. Like I really felt like when the car crashes in, I was like, Wow, like they did such a good job of making you feel like you were there. Mm -hmm. And also when they changed, like we didn't get the hotel in this scene, but we got the hotel instead of the skyscraper. We got the hotel when they were in Boston. Yep. And they did such a good job. Whenever they brought us indoors, I felt they've done a phenomenal job of doing one for ones. Uh, Bill's house with the window. Like mm -hmm. I, I, yep. I've listened to the podcast and I'm. I'm so disappointed. I don't know if you – so originally they wanted to have a window as an opening and close throughout the whole series. Interesting. Okay. Which would have been – oh, like come on. Like yeah. I wanted that like for the game. But I think they've done an extremely good job of when we go indoors. It, it It's tough because it's it's shot in Alberta and it's supposed to be Boston. And, and I've um, – as someone that's, you know, used to live in Boston, I grew up in Boston um, – it's tough for me to say that it's one for one. It's very, as someone that's been to Alberta, is it's Alberta. Yeah. Um. You know, they they the Calgary, the the that the tower. They just put a tower there and tried to act like that was Faneuil Hall in Boston. It was very difficult for me, especially when they were like, oh, five miles out of Boston and the Cumberland Farms, which is Cumberland Farms is in Boston, which are, I find really cool. But yeah, no, five miles out of Boston, you're just still sitting. You're you, no, like no, that's not <laughs> what it looks like, which is unfortunate, but. I get what they have to do. They filmed in Alberta. It's it's great that they um, filmed it here. But I truly think indoors and even Joel's costume, like his plaid shirt, well done. The yeah. jacket, well done. Ellie's backpack. I don't know if anybody else noticed. The little Cyclops that's on her backpack in the game is on her backpack. They did such a great thing with details. Yes. The magazine cover is the same that she had in the back seat. That is, I put it up. I was like, oh, look, the magazine cover is the same. Like I thought that was really cool. They've their attention to detail from the game has been astonishing. I'm with you entirely. And I think the environmental design is like staggeringly beautiful. Like even like like you mentioned when they go indoors, when they go in and you know, the first time they go in back in what was it? They started in Boston, correct me if I'm wrong. Correct. Right. Yes, everything starts in Boston. Right. So then they go into the, and they go in and it's like the into that um I think it was like the museum or whatever and like or the hotel. Which is not a real thing. Everything that annoyed me. But continue. Everything is completely like waterlogged and that was when we thought we were going to get Ellie on the raft and just like seeing how dense and how like how completely packed in that area is with detail. Um, and of course, like the the huge shot of you know the two massive buildings kind of you know crashed into each other. Like they've really gone to the to, to the nth degree to really make this game. Uh, the show feel like the last of us and what's incredible for me is that none of it feels 
shoehorned in. None of it feels like fan service. Even all of the game references and the little moments that we've got feel natural in the story and the way that it's being told right now. It doesn't feel like, and it's like, it feels like, you know, it's cute for anybody who's played the game, but even given the context of the show, everything just works. The environments work. The entire, like, again, the, even the shot of the plane looked like so harrowing and like the, you know, when they find the mass grave in episode three. That giant hill that's in the middle of Massachusetts that would never exist. Yep. <laughs> Five miles outside of Boston. Uh, I just... Uh, <laughs> But yeah, nuts every time. there's just so much in the environment that I think absolutely deserves to be celebrated. It's fantastic. Uh, and we got one more question here from Trickster13. What do you think about them trying to humanize the hunters? I see what well, we've already kind of answered that. I like that because yep. we're in in the game. The hunters are can they're they're not hunters. They're cannibals. They're just they're literally out there to kill people and take whatever's on them. I don't think if it wasn't for Sam. And what's going on there, I don't think they would have, Joel and Ellie would have been met with hostility driving in. Because as you can see later on the episode, they're going door to door. People live there. People walking the streets there. Mm -hmm. So, like, I don't, I, I think that that's, we're going to get more of a conflict and more of a choice. Joel's going to have, as you and I both know, The Last of Us is about choices. They're making this show about love and choices, but every episode has a choice. Choices are made. Mm -hmm. Joel had a choice this episode and he let Ellie in. He decided I'm going to let her in Yep. and every time any, and give her a gun, like all these choices are being made. And in the next episode, Joel has to choose. He's going to have to choose what side he's on when he gets confronted with all the information. And I I'm with you there. I really like what they're doing. And I, I think part of it is like, you've mentioned the choice to choice each episode is because again, in the game, all the other characters, all the human characters that you come across for the most part in terms of antagonists, they just, they're bad because they're bad. You don't really get anything more out of them until part two. And that's why I think they're starting this now is to the eventual road to part two. And like, I'm going to get into spoilers here for part two for a sec. So, you know, if anybody hasn't played that, you know, jump ahead a, a minute or so. But I really do think that why they're doing this and they've made multiple references to the group when they, when they, when Joel and them first left, right? Joel and Tess, you know, meet in that group. Tommy was part of that group. I have a sneaking suspicion that Abby's dad, it was also part of that group. I think they're laying, I think they're laying down the groundwork here already for part two, because again, we're going to have to, you know, empathize with the other side for yeah, part two to need, work. You're right. So for them to start laying that groundwork now to say, okay, look at the other side. It isn't just here are cannibals. Here are terrible, terrible people. These are just people trying to survive. These people are also wrong. These people feel right in their own choices. So I think what they're doing is they're playing the long game for not just making each choice in each episode like you've mentioned matter but to also make the overarching story feel more natural and have more of a flow so i think we're going to start to see that um as for next episode oh man the discourse the discourse at the end of this series <clears throat> on first season is going to be it's gonna, the gamers are going to get it i it's the not the people that don't play the game like i have friends playing the game for the first time right now mm -hmm. they're all playing the the playstation 4 version because some of them don't have a ps5 i have one friend who wants to borrow a ps my one of my you know my mountains of ps5s of i course. have um, which I'm going to let him so he could play the game, but it's just very, the discourse at the end of this and the discourse for season two is going to be after episode one. Cause you, it's, it's, you know. yeah. I don't know, dude. I don't think it's going to be as bad as it was with the game. Honestly, I think, I think it will dude. Remember I, game of Thrones. I know, but that's exactly why I feel like it's not going to be as bad. Game of Thrones has already pre-programmed people who are watching HBO content to expect the main characters and to expect major so, characters. My question for you is, yeah, will that episode be the highest rated television episode ever? Cause game of Thrones, red wedding is right. It might I be. believe it I might have be. to double check. 
for HBO. Sorry, for HBO. Yeah, yeah, it might be. be. It might be. Like I think, I think like the accident, like the, the critical reception of episode three on the if, of you know last week's episode was already massive. So, so for me, I think it's going to be interesting to see if it tops that. But I think that there's a very real chance that TV it gained two million viewers. Two million. Yeah. Oh, I, I gotta, while you're talking, I'm gonna look up the viewers. It'll be there. Do it. Because for me, I think I think given the nature of HBO, given the nature of the TV that we've seen in the last few years, I think people are much more ready to see significant loss than people are in gaming. Because again, it like it's a different experience when you're playing this. You are hands-on with Joel through the entirety of the first game. So what ha- when you lead into part two, that switch is difficult for some people to kind of adjust to. Having the kind of more hands-off experience with the show, I think it will be it will be big, obviously, but I don't think it will be as angry as it will be. Like again, we we saw Ned Stark go and bite it in the first episode. We've seen major characters lose and and die a lot on HBO, so I don't think it'll be as big of a deal. Obviously, the Last of Us two haters are always are going to come out of the woodwork all over again because of course they are, uh, and there's already people complaining about episode three for you know awful reasons because people suck because people suck with this so like i don't think it'll be as people are review bombing the game now because of it yep how about that one exactly and people are like oh bill wasn't gay it's like did you play the same game that we did what do you mean bill wasn't gay of course he was like literally the porn mag like there's 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 dudes man yeah dudes and it's like okay so mm. we don't have any viewership for this episode yet Mm -hmm. but this is the first show of its kind the second episode jumped 22 percent from 4.7 to 5.7 and then the next episode wrote another 12 percent to 6.4 million game of thrones for example season one lost viewership after week two there you go house of dragons after week two lost viewership this is the first euphoria white lotus all of them lost viewership after week two euphoria week two and week three season two went up but then down again this is the first show since the sopranos that has ever had this uh, an increase in viewership, and there and there you go, man. It's it's All working. Right. Give this... me season four and seven, <laughs> exactly right. I, and that's and that's what I'm saying. Like I think episode three was really the litmus test, which is why I'm curious to see how viewership will be for episode four. Because if anybody sticks around after episode three, they're the people who are in it for the rest of the series. Episode three, I'm sure, pissed enough people off that they're like, "Oh, I'm not watching this anymore. I'm a giant yeah, baby." But as well, see, I the thing I'll say about this when groups of hate because that's all it is yep it's hate groups they watch more true when someone hates you you get more views yep so they're watching to be outraged Antagonist by what them. they're and just wait when they find out ellie is ellie uh, like just wait yep. just wait for that one that'll be fun too um but i always find that the more they hate you the more they watch you greg miller always says that about kind of funny he's mm-hmm. like the more they hate me the more they watch me there you go. So, all right, Court, going into next week, we already know we, we we ended this week on a cliffhanger with Henry and Sam. Where do you think we're going next week? Can I even say? Say it. That's what I mean. This That's what this section's always about. We, we, okay. spo- we, we spoil. End it. Yep. We end it on the choice of... So here's my thought on this. Either the new character that was just introduced, what's her name in Kathleen. It? Kathleen. Um, I just, I looked at, she scared me. She looks like my aunt, but like mean, um, (laughs) either here's my theory, either Kathleen kills Sam. Oh, okay. And that's like, he, cause he's either, either Henry or Sam turns. Mm -hmm. And either Kathleen gets her revenge 
but it's not it's out of mercy it's it's like she gets her like she has to put him down because he's and and sam can't do it and then they just and is he gonna kill himself still like i guess like i i don't know what it is we're 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 gonna lose both characters i think we lose both no matter what but maybe it's kathleen that does it i i see where you're coming from i really hope that like maybe she kills henry okay but then she comes back to Sam and they're in those things and Joel's Joel and Ellie are already gone. Oh, but they got to be fine. It's, it's, I, Cause they've, they've changed some things. Yeah. So maybe Joel has to make a choice and he makes a choice that he saves Ellie and Henry and Sam get kidnapped and Ellie's going to hate him for that. And that's going to be a, a thing, but it turns out that Sam was already bitten and Henry gets killed. And when Kathleen goes in to see Sam, She's got to kill him and make that choice. I really hadn't considered how Kathleen might upset where those characters are going because for yeah, me, yeah, because why introduce her, right? Like, right. I'm just like you got to give her an arc. We're, we're, I mean, I think she's essentially going to be the human replacement of the APC. She's going to be what's after them, uh, like throughout the entirety of the episode. There will be a Joel showdown. I think, yeah, I think, I think she will die. Whether it's Joel, whether it's Ellie, whether it's Henry, um, Ooh, Ellie, good one. I didn't even think of that. Right, because I mean, we're we're talking about how do you kill an innocent person? How do you kill somebody else? Right. So I think we're going to, I think we might see Ellie make a choice there to maybe save Henry and Sam. And then we get the gutter, like the absolute like gut blow of what, when things went down, Sam got bit. He's turning Henry's going with him. Oh, because the bloater. Exactly. So they're all coming out of the ground. Right. So for me, I think I hope, I hope Henry and Sam, I hope their ultimate fate doesn't change in the way that it happens because it's so powerful in the game. And again, Agreed. it's it's such a monumental moment that I don't want Kathleen to upset how they happen. I want her to bring more to their story, but I don't want her involved in their ultimate demise. Maybe, you know, Henry gets shot in that showdown. Sam starts to turn. So then he ends up taking them both out anyway. Like I can see something like that. But yeah, I, I'm just trying. I think I'm jumping the shark because what they've done. Yeah. But now what you just one of the things I'm thinking about after what you just said is she made a choice not to kill the bloater. She Ex- made a choice exactly. to choose revenge. That bloater is going to kill her. There you go. She made that choice. There you go. So that- Because they just alluded to that, right? She made a choice. She had a choice right then and there. She could either kill that bloater mm-hmm. and get everybody to make sure that they condemn the house. Like, she condemns the house, but whatever. Yep. She made a choice not to kill it. That bloater kills her. There you go. There you go. So I feel like we might like get... She sacrifices herself to save everybody. Like, blows herself up to blow that bloater up and like they all escape but sam unfortunately gets bitten yeah and then what has to happen happen because i think i think you're right we need to have that conversation between ellie and sam that she becomes a kid again yep and then she has to experience loss and that's what i'm that's that's kind of what i'm really hoping i i hope that that narrative through mark doesn't get lost in the spectacle of what's going to go down um, because yeah, I think we're essentially gonna we're gonna have Kathleen as that APC. Like I think she's gonna be the physical, like the human embodiment of of that chase. Um, and then I think the next episode ends with them, you know, with the unfortunate fate of of Sam and Henry and Ellie and Joel leaving for the next. Like, part maybe of their she journey. gets the closure and finds out. Like you said, she was shocked that Sam existed. Right? She Seems only like knew it, of yeah. Henry. So maybe it's she finally finds out why everything happened for a reason. Could be. And she finally gets her closure. They're with the bloater and she's like, she's, she's already infected and wounded. Like mm-hmm. I got this, you know, pulls a test. Unfortunately you can't 
That'd be twice in one, twice in a season. You got someone. Eh, I, that's I, some bad writing. I think. Okay, take that all back. I think what's gonna. I think what may end up happening is that she may have Henry and Sam on the ropes, and that's when the bloater and stuff shows up and absolutely wrecks her in that moment. I don't know if we're gonna get her redemption. Oh, okay, good call. You know what I mean, but. And that, that, that brings us to the end of the episode, everybody. Thank you so much for watching. If you have any questions, hop into the Carpool Gaming Discord, into the Last of Us TV show area. Leave us some questions. Uh, Court and I will be back, of course, next week to talk more things The Last of Us. And by the way, everybody, if in case you missed this on Twitter, this week's episode is actually airing on Friday. They're getting out of the way of the Super Bowl on Sunday. So we'll have the new episode up for you guys on Saturday, discussing all things The Last of Us. So get Eight. stoked. Get excited. And if you like this content, click that like button, click that subscribe button, drop us a review. Everything helps. Leave ding ding that bell. Do all the things. Head to patreon.com slash carpool gaming. Court, if people want to see and hear from more for you very quickly, where could they do so? <laughs> One of these days. All right. You can just find me on Twitter at Court Lalonde. Perfect. Go find Court there. Make sure you check out all of the fantastic stuff that Court does. As for myself, you can find me at Matt underscore SilverSoul on Twitter and, of course, on the PlayStation Drive with Court each and every week talking all things PlayStation. And, Court, you said this last week, and I really, really liked it, so I wrote it down, and I'm going to use it again. This was us, and this was The Last of Us. We'll see you next week. Peace.